0: stories radio session seven i'm fritz i'm mike man we are really excited we got some brothers in the kitchen tonight and we've got joe john and ken they are men of war how you guys doing doing great what's up man that is awesome and they, hey they're going to tell us a little bit about war it's a new ministry that they're brand uh, new was, ministry uh, yeah.
1: was uh, put on uh john durham's heart and uh it's coming together and uh, we're blessed to have them on this uh session today. We really
0: are, because I've looked up to these guys ever since that I've, I've been attending real life and, and the real men ministry, and especially, John, you, you, you're a blessing, man, you know, where the rubber meets the road. I mean, I, I think about it constantly <laughs> that, that statement, <laughs> took it away you know, from when me. i going through the day, you know, you're going to do that. It's where the rubber meets the road. I hear John in the back of my mind, so you're, you're a blessing, brother. Speaking of John, man, why don't you tell us a little bit, kind of give us an introductory of, of men of war and what it's all about.
2: Well, um, first of all, thank you guys very much for having us out here. Oh, our we pleasure. really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, as I was saying earlier, as we were talking, you know, this is really a, a great time for two ministries that are in the pioneering stage of or the infantile stage of the ministries to get together and allow God to move. And uh, that's kind of where we're at right now with our ministry. And uh, really what it started with was a vision. And I think all ministries do, as you guys know, coming together here and having your, your, your radio show and, and bringing people in with testimonies and things like that. Um, God really put a, you know, a vision on me and, uh, what really transpired for me was, is I'd been through a number of, you know, uh, camps, men's retreats, leading men's groups, uh, heavily involved in real men at the church. And there was something that was burning inside of me that I saw a great need with men. And, And I just, it was just to the point where it was almost overwhelming. And I, and I used to, it was funny because I used to walk to the church, of course, to try to trim down a little bit, but uh, obviously that's kind of went to the wayside. <laughs> but we, <laughs> no pun intended. Should do that, Mike. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> but um, but as I was walking, I would I would talk to God and I would say, you know, there's, there's got to be something more than this. You know, how do I, how can I reach them, and, and what is it you want to me to do, God? You know, and and um, it was funny because. The word war is really the acronym. If you look at the logo, you'll see that the A is is prominent in the the logo. It really stands for are we ready? But yet what it talks about and what it's it's geared around is uh, spiritual warfare with men. Wakening men up to the spiritual battle that we're in on a daily basis, the things that we face as 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 Christians, uh, whether it be being a leader in the home, uh, being a father, being a husband in the workplace, uh, where our role is in the church, serving in the community, all these things, and in understanding, you know, what is going on around us, because I think that you know, if we were all to be completely honest with one another. When you take a good look around at the broad spectrum of things, there's just a lot of men out there that have no clue what's going on. They, re- they really don't, and it's really unfortunate. But I think that it, the reason for that is that we, we as a whole, and when I say the church, I'm not talking about a specific building. I'm talking about the body of Christ. I don't think we've done a very good job of educating and equipping men for the spiritual battle, and that's really what war's about. That that's in a nutshell. Is getting them awakened to what's going on, understanding what's happening, and, and who's orchestrating the, the, the issues in their lives, which is the enemy. This has been a long, drawn-out process. I'm sure, as you guys know, when you guys look at your your ministry and the vision that God put on you two to get this together, it doesn't always happen overnight. This vision that I had from God was a year and a half ago, and uh, so it's been a long Drawn out process.
0: Yeah, we can certainly relate because uh, mine was five years ago. Was yesterday. five years ago, yeah. So it's really been that long. And I met Mike well three years ago. Right. I think too, with uh, education of men, also comes a place of safe haven. I don't think that uh, a lot of men feel like they have a place to go to show the soft side, the vulnerable side of the man. Well, educate me a little bit more on on that. Well, you know. Let me back up by saying,
2: first and foremost, being a leader, every man is designed to be a leader in his home. Right, right. You know, that doesn't mean that every man is designed to be a leader in in, in other capacities, like leading in the church or leading in a group or leading. But God does call us to lead our in our homes, in in our faith, to be the spiritual leader of our homes. What 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 war is designed to do is, is to wake men up to what's going on and, and the need and the necessity for other men in our lives. You talk about a safe haven. Well, the best place to go is to surround yourself with other men, godly men that are in the fight, that are in the battle with you on a daily basis. You know, we talk about things in church like mentorship, you know, to be mentored by older men, older men mentor younger men, so on and so forth. And to, we have to create that sense of community and unity with men. And I think that that's a place that's that's really not happening the way it should be in the church today. Uh, I think a lot of men are on an island. They're, they're, they're pulled back they're, they're, they're afraid to be, to be exposed. So therefore they don't want to put out the things that we're taught. You just mentioned, you know, for it's about the, you know, struggles and hard times and this and that, because I mean, most men you brought up from an early age that, you know, those are things you don't air out your dirty laundry, you right. keep yourself within yourself. And so we want to empower men, to understand that, Hey, it's okay to, to deal with these things. And God puts men in your life to help you in, that, in those things you look at Christ, Christ had 12 disciples. Yes, He, did. uh, he didn't He did go it alone. And you look at any, and we use the military terms because of our ministry would being war and it being a spiritual warfare. But you look at platoons and companies and, and then band of brothers and those type of things that we look at. Uh, so it's kind of allowing men to get that. There's there, that awakening within themselves say it's okay to be vulnerable with certain men in your lives, you know, godly men, however, not just anybody, but Amen. men that you can trust. So,
0: I think that's exactly what I was asking. I appreciate that shedding the clarity on that. We also have Joe in the kitchen tonight. Joe, how you doing? I'm good, man. What's going on? Joe is the technical side of war. And what's going uh, What's going on? I know. Uh, I know you got a a website in the works. Yeah. Well, you Twitter? know,
3: like like the like the ministry that um, that that we're doing here with war. Um, each man has a task, and he's each man kind of has their own mission. Uh, if, you, if you think of it in, in military terms, you know uh, every man has a duty. You know uh, when the lifecraft bridge lowers, you get off on the beach and you run and you Amen. got your you got your job to do. Well, here in war, we have our job to do. And and uh, John, of course, was gifted this amazing vision uh, of an o- of an awakening that needed to happen in the church. That needed to happen in us as men for our families. And for me, um, my talents are—I'll—I'll uh, I'll throw it out there. I'm—I'm I'm just a big nerd, but um, you know. But, did you design know. our logo for God Stories Radio. way. yes, by the yes did. yeah. But I just wanted to throw that. It was in a there. B- <laughs> thanks, man. Shameless plug, but uh, honestly, um, my my role is 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 kind of branding war and putting a face and doing doing a lot of the media creation. I do website social marketing. Um, a lot of the graphics and images and videos that will be played during the war sessions that we have, uh, those will be; those are all generated from all of us pretty much pulling our ideas together and me editing it down into a format. And um, in terms of everything else, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a techie side. Um, I w- I have I have a distinguished ear for a lot of things. I have a distinguished eye for a lot of things. And God has just, you know, really gifted me with those talents. And when John approached me, how did, you, how did that come to be, man?
2: Well, th- that's, and going back to the story, you know, the, the way that God unfolds all these things and puts people in, in your lives, uh, you know, um, when I thought of this of war, I'd had an image in my mind of what I thought it was going to be, what, what, what the logo was kind of going to look like, you know, what what the whole layout was going to be. But I didn't have the ability nor the talent. To really put a face to war, and that was very frustrating for me. And uh, you know, I, I remember just you know telling God, I mean, I, I got all these ideas, but I don't have the ability or, or the technical savvy to put these things bring them to life. And uh, it was funny because Real Men again, you know, uh I had met Joe at, at Real Men, and we kind of just hit it off, you know, in a friendly manner. And then about, was about a week, week or two after we'd first met,
4: mm-hmm.
2: he said, "Hey, let me show you what, what I'm working on over here," and I said. Uh, what you got he goes i'm doing this logo for the kids church and i thought to myself wow wait a second you know uh, <laughs> i need a logo you know and I, and I didn't bring that up to him at, at that point right uh, but i thought is god putting this guy in front of me f- because this is the man that's going to make uh, make his logo God's logo for war and uh, It was about a couple weeks later where I was Meeting with a couple other guys that I was kind of collaborating With and trying to talking about Getting this thing to going and we Were talking about a logo and right When we were talking about it he walked out of the Doors of the church walked over to the table Outside the cafe and Just kind of came over and started talking to us and He said hey you know I thought about That logo you were telling me talking to me about I think I got something together for you check it out And so he would sent me over an Original version I was like that's my guy you know god put him here for reason without a doubt absolutely it's just uh, like
1: what happened with fritz and i you know did he we first met three years ago and what was what was the first thing you commented when we finally found out that you when i found out you came from radio and that god told me radio you said that god is
3: god was assembling the the team team exactly God's always assembling the team in some shape or form, he I mean, is. you know, you get that divine appointment uh, two by four upside the head. You, you either you that's either are guy. asleep and you ignore it or you're awake and you embrace it. Amen. Yeah. And well yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with with war as, And I'm embracing it because truly being a part of this whole whole thing, this whole ministry is such an opening, awakening experience within me spiritually. I mean I'm a better man I'm a better Christian I'm accountable I'm doing things now that I 8 months ago didn't even imagine of doing in my own life and now I'm upping the ante in my in my I'm living the life I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing I'm and and war is 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 because of that. It's, it's just because, you know, if, if who am I to go out and, and deliver a message if I'm not walking the walk and talking the talk? That's and, right. Yeah, and that That's was right. exactly Amen. what
2: we talked about when we got together. We said, look, if we're going to do this, we've got to live this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, when we talk about unity and we talk about, uh, you know, a gathering of men, we have to have unity. We have to live that out in our lives. We have to not hold each other accountable. I think that the, the word accountability, I think sometimes we throw that around a lot we're to be accountable to God. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here to spur each other on, to Absolutely. pray for one another, to, to encourage each other, um, to strengthen one another. Um, you know, God's a judge and jury, not us. And, and so, Amen, that's so right. So when we come together, it's it's about helping each other become better. And uh, I kind of want to transcend into to Ken right now because... I was going to do the same <clears> thing. Because, yeah. the, you know, when I first got this thing going, I had this passion and this desire for this ministry and for this vision. And I remember saying to God, God, please put men in my life that have that same passion and that same desire. And, uh, he delivered Ken. He, he said, you want a guy that's passionate. You want a guy that's, you know, bold. You want somebody that's going to stand firm and stand in the gap. That's going to stand up for what he believes in and, 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 and live this and walk this. And, uh, there, you know, we 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 were at a men's retreat, and I was telling him about the idea, and I could just see it in his face that he was like, "Yeah, that's for me." And and God, it was like confirmation. God's telling me, John, that's one of your guys. You better go get him. Uh, with that said, I mean, Ken, what were you when we talked about that? What was your thought? You know,
4: when he uh, when he first approached me with it, I was uh, I was kind of lined up with him because I haven't been saved that long I got saved when I was 39 years old and when I first got saved I wasn't raised in church so I I kind of took everything as it was from that point moving forward and the truth is for the first two years that I was kind of beginning that walk and trying to grow my faith I thought it was uh, like some mandatory thing that Christian men were supposed to be sad, you know, and kind of walk around sad. Stereotyped. Everything's sad and everything's about, you know, I'm busted up, Broke. I'm broken down, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I'm wounded. And I thought to myself, you know, if this if this book is true, then how can this be the way Christian men are supposed to be? You know, we're sons of the Most High God. And... When he says it's forgiven, it's forgiven. Mm-hmm. Amen. He doesn't Amen. give us a spirit of fear. He gives us the power of a sound mind. And I don't believe that, that we walk around defeated. Christ didn't do it. We shouldn't do it. And so when he, when he approached me with it, I thought, you know, there's a real need for this. And at work, I see a lot of tragedy daily and I said to myself at some of these points you know what is happening to the to the world everything's upside down now people will compromise their beliefs for the sake of inclusion or they'll back off their beliefs at the risk of offending and there's so much of it going on that it's like the whole Christian nation's being backed into a corner, and very few are willing to stand shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. and fight their way out of that corner. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. In the name of political correctness. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And, Joe, I understand you have a, a mission statement for war?
3: Yeah, this just, is just a mission statement that, you know, we were kind of sitting around, kitchen table no pun intended <laughs> and yeah. pretty much but not their kitchen That's the table new logo, kitchen, the kitchen. The kitchen studio.
2: he he took the where the rubber meets the road we're going to take the kitchen table all for right. Him. <laughs> all right all right
3: you can do it brother but, you know um, when 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 you think about a mission statement you want to you want it to be quick you want it to be concise and you also want it to get the point across in one sentence if, if you can't do it in one sentence you just can't do it and With the three of us pulled together we combined and bumped heads and this is what we come up with war is an unconditional ministry for men Extreme rugged and non-traditional rules apply for christian men seeking growth as a disciple of good against evil man really What do you say to that? (laughs) <laughs> I'm
0: speechless.
2: I did want to say real quick that there is a fourth member to War that wasn't able to make it here tonight. Yeah, uh, that would be Daniel, uh, and uh, Daniel has been with me since the very beginning. Actually, it's funny because you know mentorship is so important. Daniel's a 27 year old guy. I'm 39. You know, so I've been kind of his mentor. So we've been on this journey together for probably the last three to four years. And unfortunately, he had to work this evening. But he's also a very intricate part of, of what we're doing. Okay. Um, and I don't want to, you know, miss oh, that, out on there Yeah, maybe we can, we can him. have yeah. him in at another time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He's my equal counterpart in a lot of this. And um, his role is just as important as, you know, any of our – we're all equal in this. I just mm-hmm. want to say that first and foremost. So, mm-hmm. um, But Daniel is
1: – I know Daniel. He has a savvy for computers and Daniel,
3: stuff. Daniel – see, he brings that to the table. And, you know, it's good to have – Two nerds Amen. in the booth, as opposed to one. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy with that.
0: So. Oh man! Well, uh, s- since we're given the nerd report, let's. Oh, uh, what have you, you? I know you're working on a website. Do you ha- have a URL for it? I know you're on Twitter and Facebook. You we know, do. Um, we're away. we're kind ahead.
3: of we're kind of branching out, and we want everybody to like us, to follow us, and to um, kind of you know get on the coattails of, of what we're doing. Uh, our Twitter is Ministries of War. If you, you can follow us, it's at Ministries of War. And then over on um, Facebook, it's uh, War uh, M- Ministries uh, Christian Ministries of War. Uh, you can follow us there. And also we have Ministries of dot com, uh, which is our official website. Which will be launched uh, we're, right now. It, the website is active, but uh, we'll be launching a full on website with uh, registration information uh, media packets all kinds of cool stuff for people to really understand and try to explore what war is being a radio ministry obviously you can't you can't
0: see uh, but I uh, have seen the videos for this ministry prior to the program and I gotta tell you men you are in for a treat (laughs) <laughs>
1: it's it's for men it's not it it's not the stereotype it that Chuck E. Uh, cheese man i'm <laughs> yeah, telling you
0: there's no, it there's is no w more, e man. smackdown spiritual <laughs> yeah. men's program i'm telling you well, well not you know, for we, the faint at heart we wanted
2: to be we did not want it to be traditional we wanted it to be something that would make men step back and go wow you know um I am a part of something bigger than, than what, I, what I think I am. And, and I need to quit sitting on my sword, and I need to get up and start using it. Right. So it's, it's, it's kind of in your face. It's intense. Uh, however, everything that we talk about in war is, is, is biblical and scriptural. Uh, God is running this ministry, not, not Ken, John, Joe, or Daniel. Mm-hmm. And we, and that's the most important thing to us. We want to make sure our heart, and I think I can say this on behalf of, of all the men of war, our hearts break for the men that are out there that are being, you know, attacked and being taken out by the enemy on a daily basis. Uh, and, I, and I and and, I, and
1: some I, not even knowing that anything is going on.
2: They're just oblivious, and, and it's really not their fault. To some degree, it's not their fault. And, no. and we have got to do a better job, and that's what God's called us to do. That's our purpose. I truly believe that is to waken men up and, and to educate them and say, hey, look, guys, this is what's happening. This is why it's happening. And you need to recognize it, acknowledge it, and learn how to fight it. And it's a
3: matter of spiritual life and death. And that's the whole part of war is that you are going head on into battle with war against the enemy. Amen. And if, if if these men don't have the tools and the training and the knowledge on, to, on how to actually acknowledge that Satan is attacking them. And these men are oblivious. A lot of men are just a totally oblivious, oblivious to everything that goes on in their life. Some men are just like that. Some men aren't. But what I'm saying is if they don't have the ability to be able to acknowledge Satan attacking them in their life, how are they going to defend themselves? How are they going to be, you know, husbands? How are they going to be good fathers? How are they going to be uh, leaders of their community, of their church? So
1: Of their household. Of everything,
0: yeah. de all of the above. And it is kind of sad that there is a, a lack of education in, in that arena. I think that's what war brings to the table. We need to educate our men.
2: And you know, if I could, I'd like to give a real quick example of what we're talking uh, about.
0: Oh, please do, John.
2: Because I think it's important. Because I think that a lot of people have this misconception that spiritual warfare is all smoke and mirrors and and demons and mystical creatures and hocus pocus. And, and really, that's that's not how the enemy attacks us. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't need to use those tactics. Uh, I'll give you an example. I had a, a man, a man in my men's group. And he, we've been talking a lot about spiritual warfare and how the enemy attacks and the way that he attacks. And he said that, you know, he'd, he'd had a normal day at work, uh, like any except for it was well, not normal. I just changed that. But he had a very frustrating day at work. And uh, he was aggravated. It had been a long day. A lot of things had happened at the office that had had him teetering on the edge. Uh, he comes home. He opens the door. His wife's strung out. She's, she's you know on wits end the kids are running all over the place and uh, he said he said John you know he goes normally when i walked in there i would have been like look i don't want to deal with this i worked hard all day today i got i've had nothing but issues i'm not going to deal with this he said but you know what i realized right there there was an attack on my family and i had a decision to make he said i was either going to stand at that door and i was going to fight with my wife or i was going to fight for my wife mm. and he said And it was because we've been talking about that. He said, I was like, wait a second, you're not going to get in between me and my wife. He said, I took my children. I brought them in. I bathed them. I fed them. I laid them down. He said, my wife was just floored because she was like, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And he said, at the end of that, it was so beautiful as to how they came back together. And she had felt like. You know, that he was fighting for her, that he cared about her, you know, you know, in spite of what was going on, because as Christians, God calls us to be selfless and not selfish. Right. And we have to die unto ourselves. And he said, you know, I had to die unto myself and realize my wife is in it right now. I got to pick up my sword and I got to go fight for my wife. And that's how the enemy attacks. Those are that's just a small example of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about having the boogeyman jump out from underneath your bed, claws scratching on your on on your closet, you know, I mean, you know, the, the you know, the howling at the moon stuff. I mean, that's that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the things in life that the dissension, the aggravation, the deception, the manipulation, all those things that happen in our lives that if we don't recognize it for what it is. He gets a foothold in our lives, and he caused dissension and division in our marriages and our relationships, and things like that. So I think it's important for the listeners out there to understand that what we're talking about, and that's an example of it.
0: That's fantastic. That's great. Uh, as far as a time frame, what do you guys think you guys will be up and running?
4: We were trying to line it out where it launches sometime in the fall of 2014, and the reason we're taking our time with it is. I've gone to a lot of Christian functions, and like you said, this isn't Chuck E. Cheese, you know, and some of it isn't pretty, but we want to put it on in a way that is effective. We want to avoid, like, I know you've seen, you've probably seen some Christian movies that the acting wasn't so good. The message was well thought out, poorly presented. We want to avoid that. So that not only does the the message, we want it to reach them, and we want the presentation to do the message justice. So we're taking our time trying to launch this thing. So it'll stay with them. Exactly.
0: Well, amen. That's God's timing anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, he knows what's best. Uh, not to embarrass you guys, but if, if I could just take a second to say on the air that I, I just wanted to admonish you guys for a second because – you know five years ago I was that guy that you're talking about I was that guy that turned his back on God I had lost everything I questioned whether God was real you know Aubrey's mom died I went through a divorce and I had my second open heart surgery all in the same year we lost everything I was that guy that was that was floundering I had no direction I had no men to look up to but I did uh Somebody at church handed me a Wild at Heart book the second week I was there. (laughs) It was amazing. He just called and said, hey, brother, I've got a book for you. You guys, all three of you, I've heard these brothers' testimonies, and I'm hoping that they can come in individually sometime and give their testimony. And then you will really, really have a fond appreciation for what war is actually going to be comprised of from a leadership standpoint. These guys, um, I have looked up to them. You know, we talk about real men every week, Mike. I mean, yes, we come we off do. real men, and we, five or ten minutes of the program, we're talking about real men. Why is that? Is because we question our own destiny.
1: But it's exactly what John was talking about. Right. That men come together, and and it it is. Men need to be around men. Iron sharpens iron, and. um, an example I, you know a guy that uh, came to my group like a year, over a year ago for well, just once and he left and he never came back and i saw him uh in the church lobby um about a month ago we started talking and we started talking some more and we talked talked a little bit more and uh, and one thing i told him i says i know i've been there I was told to go to a men's group, and I was one of those men as well. That what do I need them for? And I I told them I've experienced it, and you do need other men and real men right now is what you need. And ever since then, he's been there four or five weeks in a row, and and I get texts from him that thank you. I I don't the the time that I've missed not being there, and it's just that is an encouragement to me, and a testimony. Of what that's all about.
0: Well, I think uh, the earlier part of that story, too, that you're not telling, is the fact that God landed you in the lobby of the church like an hour early and you had no idea why you were there that early?
1: <laughs> that's right, it was. I said to myself, what am I still doing
0: here too early? And then I found out. <laughs> well, and then and when you had mentioned about, you know.
1: I had started talking about when I gave my testimony, my testimony is in, uh, in on our uh, website. Uh, when I did uh, consider uh, killing myself. And when I mentioned uh, killing myself, as soon as I mentioned that, tears started coming down his eyes, as soon as I mentioned it. So it told me that that's where he was.
0: Mm -hmm. God knows your trigger points. That's why I'm excited about war. I'm going to be the first to sign up. I'm (laughs)
4: telling you right now. You know, I would, uh, going back to what you were saying earlier, and I've heard your testimony. I think that uh, I'll go to real men first. My uh, last year, I lost my grandmother, and I was very close to her. And I watched Alzheimer deteriorate her spirit. Her mind was gone. And uh, when she passed away, I didn't get one phone call from a friend, nobody. And I didn't know many people at Real Life at the time. I just started going to real men. I mean, it had to be a, less than a month. And when she passed away, my family didn't call me. My friends didn't call me. Two men from my, my real men group called me, driving to Jacksonville, and asked me if I was okay. And I think so that there's there's not a misconception that Cause I don't want it to seem like, I mean, war is very unconventional and it is, it is an in your face kind of thing, but I think that it prepares and brings up not falsely brave warriors for God, but compassionate warriors for God. Cause ultimately in a war, it's about the man next to you. Amen. That's Amen. right.
0: Amen. And I consider John The man next to me For a long time He doesn't realize that But he got in my face Many times from the stage And he didn't even know Who I was <laughs> 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 I said man I've been coming for, for a year now But I've never Introduced myself to you But John thank you
2: Oh no thank uh, thank, thank, thank.
0: I thank the thank Lord Jesus I thank the, the Lord For each and every one of you Because yeah. uh, you were that guy For me Whether you realized it or not Had I not met Mike At the door At Real Freedom Three and a half years ago Uh, Who knows?
3: God's timing is something that just you just have to set still and let God move sometimes. Amen. You know, we don't have an explanation, we don't understand. But when you're at the right place at the right time and something weird or awkward happens, it's from you. You have to embrace it. Mm -hmm. You do. You have to go forward with it. Don't ignore it. Don't leave that door closed. Walk in it. Walk in it with power, walk in it with, with confidence. Because that's God giving you something, giving you a direction that you need to go. And that's pretty much the way it was for me with war. This was a direction. This was a door open. Um, I had a previous job, and I worked for 12 years. One door closed. Another one opened up, plain and simple. God always provides. Yes, he
0: does. And he knows the order, too, with patience, perseverance. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) character yes (laughs) i hated that scripture (laughs) but i do (laughs) now i've come to appreciate it but (laughs) but i hated it and
2: and, you know i I think if there's any message that i want to make sure that i I get out there tonight is is is, for the men that are listening is men you're not alone you know you are the sons of a great and powerful god and we serve a conquering king not a dead prophet you know there are no tombs that that hold his bones. There are no memorials that that that, that display his remains. He's a living God. He's a risen Savior, and He's called each and every one of us to pick up our swords and advance the kingdom. And uh, you know it's a it's just an honor and a blessing to be able to be used by God in this capacity. Absolutely. It's humbling. Amen. And uh, if if I might say so, I'm very proud of of the, both of you two men too with the ministry that you've got with this radio. Uh, station and god's stories and and i know you're touching lives and you're you're impacting people and and that's what it's all about you know it's 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 showing the face of jesus christ and Amen. so thank you
0: guys for having us we really appreciate it you know oh man oh, my pleasure absolutely my pleasure, my, my pleasure as
1: well it was great
0: well we're about out of time that's session seven with god stories and uh, i'm fritz i'm mike and uh, But I, I can't end the show. you got to do it for me one more time, man. Just do it. Come on, wrap up the show for us. <laughs> man, God is calling you. Ca- he's calling you to advance the kingdom.
2: Pick up your swords. Stand for Christ. Stand firm and confident in your faith because that's truly where the rubber beats the road.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, God bless. God bless.